0: Welcome to the podcast everyone this is just a little life update episode talking about my new online workshop my filmmaking workshop what I've been doing working down in Costa Rica and what I have coming up so I hope you guys enjoy
1: hey
0: everyone welcome back to the podcast it's been quite a while since i've done one of these took a little bit of a break had a lot of projects going on that i was finishing up and also a bunch of travel so i just took a step back and took a little break from the podcast but I might jump back into it. Uh, The views or the listens have been pretty good and I've gotten some good feedback from you guys. So if you do want more podcasts in addition to my YouTube videos, let me know. Let me know some of the topics that you guys would like to see. My details are in the description on iTunes here. But basically this episode will be a bit of a life update. Kind of what I've been up to, what I've been working on and what I have in the future coming up. So. I guess it's worth starting. I launched my online filmmaking workshop. Finally, after about eight months, eight months of work and three months of full-time work, I finally finished my online filmmaking workshop. And what that is, is about three hours of content where I run through my entire filmmaking process from start to finish. So all of the most common questions that I get from you guys on the internet how I make my films, um, pre shoot planning, how I get clients, getting your work seen, my camera settings, how I interact with clients while I'm on the set. I basically wrapped up, <clears throat> excuse me, I wrapped up everything that I learned in the last six or seven years as a filmmaker and running my film production studio, and I wrapped it up into one workshop, which is now available online. Um, I'll put the link to that in this podcast description as well, or you can find it on my YouTube channel. But yeah, I worked really hard on this workshop and the whole kind of philosophy behind it was uh, I was getting a good amount of people asking me to do one-on-one coaching with them over Skype uh, to help them make their films, which was fun, but it was starting to fill up my schedule. Uh, and it, it, with that and also client work, I was kind of running out of time to do all of it. So I figured, why not make this online workshop um, that's accessible to more people, probably more affordable than doing one on one coaching, and release it online? And I have to say, I'm pretty stoked with how it's turned out and also with the feedback I've gotten from people, uh, some of the reviews, and just also the films that people have made after watching my workshop. Uh, I'm really happy about that so that's what I've been working on for kind of the last two or three months almost full-time and actually about a month ago I went down to Costa Rica to wrap up the workshop and do some surfing so I went down to Costa Rica and launched the workshop after being there for about a week which was really fun and Yeah, I can talk to you guys a little bit about that whole experience working remotely down in Costa Rica. So a friend of mine rented a house and there was between six and eight people there. Uh, A couple people left after a while, but working remotely in Costa Rica from the house. So we had this beautiful Airbnb overlooking the beach and then there is a beautiful workspace in this small town in Costa Rica, Santa Teresa. And we'd basically, I'll run you through a day, we'd wake up at 5 a.m., maybe have a quick coffee, drink some water, and walk about a minute and a half down to the beach and right there at our doorstep, some of the best surfing that I've had in the world. Um, And we'd surf from about 5.30 till 6.30 or 7, um, get a good hour, hour and a half surf session in with pretty much nobody else around. Then walk back up to our place, make some breakfast, pack our bags and do the 20 minute walk through town to our shared workspace, which was this beautiful, modern workspace surrounded by palm trees and with lizards everywhere and a pool out front and really fast Internet as well. And basically we would work from this workspace all day until about 3 p.m. There's other people in there. You can rent out the conference rooms or you can work from one of the couches. There's chargers everywhere. Really, really cool environment and also just really cool to see the way that work has shifted. You know, there's all these people all around the globe now that are just working remotely and it's the best time ever I'd say, to be a freelancer or to be someone on contract who can just kind of travel the world, work from these spaces and, Optimize your life around whatever it is that you love to do, whether it's skiing, surfing, or if you like, you know, you want to go check out the culture of Italy and you can go live there for three months and be very, very productive. You know, on the days that I went to the office, uh, I was very productive because I wanted to get all of my work done before we went surfing at 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. every day. So, yeah, this whole idea of remote work. Definitely changed my view on travel, because uh, one of the issues I've always had with just going on a trip, which I rarely do, I usually try and set some sort of a mission, whether it's a hike or getting a lot better at surfing. But I, I like to have purpose and I like to work towards my future almost at all times. You know, maybe maybe it's an issue, but I, I'm happy with how it is. I I just always need to be working on projects and this remote work lifestyle seems to be kind of the optimal way for me to travel after doing it this one time. Um, basically still getting in two surf sessions every day, meeting great people, meeting locals, but spending a good chunk of the day working on projects that I'm passionate and excited about. And that is kind of the optimal day for me. when I, I love my work so much. Um, i lucky to say that, that I actually enjoy doing it and I would rather go on a trip where I can carve out a little chunk of the day at least to do some work. So I think it's kind of changed my view on travel and I might start doing fewer short trips. Like instead of going down somewhere to surf for a week, I think I might batch a couple of those trips into one longer one or two month trip uh, to somewhere somewhere. And basically try and live in different places and work remotely and surf. And, you know, I feel very lucky to say that that's even an option. I get that it's not an option for everyone, but I think it's an option for more (laughs) more people than realize. You know, I think you can make it work. It's actually a lot cheaper. You know, renting out a room in this Airbnb was between 30 to 50 Canadian dollars a night. And when you average out my rent in Whistler, Canada... That's a lot cheaper. Um, Food was a slightly cheaper down there. Um, But, you know, it's, it's not impossible to set up your life in this way, especially if you try and limit the amount of big purchases you make, you know, don't own the nicest car and use that money to travel. But needless to say, I will be doing a lot more remote work in the future. I'm gonna try and batch all of my film production shoots. So let's say I shoot for four, three or four months really, really hard. uh, And then I can go away and do all the post production on those projects for about two months. So that's what I'm thinking of doing. That's how I wanna structure my life. Uh, Again, I feel lucky to say that's an option, but it also did come with a good amount of hard work and planning, so it is an option for a lot of us, I think. Another thing, I thought I would probably shoot a bit more on this on this trip, shoot more, more films, and I actually didn't end up shooting nearly as much as I thought. I left the camera in my bag uh, most days, and I'm okay with that. I think in the past, I would have kind of beaten myself up for not taking my camera out and filming things and making short films while I was on this trip, but... I've loosened up a little bit on that, and I think it's important for me at least to just have times where if I'm not feeling like shooting, just leave the camera behind, focus on surfing, focus on friends and food, and just kind of relaxing, because I'm sure that inspiration will kind of spark again, and I'll work really hard, and and the balance will be off in the opposite direction, but yeah, I didn't shoot nearly as much as I thought I would, uh, in part to... Not being able to bring my camera everywhere because I can't just leave it on the beach while we're surfing; it would get stolen. So that was kind of a nice reset. But I am also happy to be back in Canada now. I've got my film gear. I've got a list of films I'm going to edit from the little bit of footage I did get in Costa Rica. I've got a list of films I'm going to shoot over the next month. I'll be in Whistler for the next month at least until my next trip down to LA. But Yeah, it was nice to take a break. I'm ready to ramp up the work again, start going really hard and pumping out some more videos. Uh, We've got a lot of exciting client work coming up. I've got a full length documentary, which I'm directing, shooting and editing over the winter, which this will be one of the bigger projects I've taken on uh, aside from the workshop, which I just finished up, which, uh, yeah, I'm touching back on that workshop that was probably yeah, the biggest and longest project that I've worked on to date. And it showed me a lot of different things. I learned a lot in the process of doing this workshop, uh, mostly just you know patience and the ability to plan out a bit longer. So I think when I was a bit younger, even a couple of years ago, I would only really start a project if I could see the end date and it was relatively close, like within a month or so. And I'm starting to shift that and starting to think about taking on projects that have longer term uh, timelines. Uh, things like, you know, if I can finish this film by 2025, and it's 2019 right now. That's something I still might do, you know, if it's something I'm passionate about. I've seen time fly by before and I think I want to start taking on some longer term projects. I also I have the Super 8 camera to thank for that you know i shot my whole summer on super eight film and i didn't see a frame of that i guess i started that project in march this summer and i didn't see a frame of that footage until october and i think that helped me realize that i need to be a bit more patient i want to take on some longer term film projects and not always need to see the end in sight and realize that you know time goes a lot faster than we think so just keep working away on things set some big goals and yeah not always have the end so close because it's nice to see how things can compound um that's pretty much it for the life update in this episode again message me if you guys have anything that you want to see any videos that you want to see any podcast topics that you'd like me to cover I'm really excited to see what people are making from the workshop. Uh, if you guys have any questions about the workshop or the making of the workshop, another thing I'm excited about is I will be shooting and directing uh, a couple other photography workshops that will be going online for some amazingly talented photographers in my area in Canada. So I'll be working on those throughout the winter, heading down to Mexico for that potentially. So lots on the go overall feeling pretty pretty lucky feeling very happy and just lots of work on the go um yeah that's pretty much it for the episode had no plan for this one i will see you guys or you guys will hear me in the next episode and thanks for listening if you have a minute to leave a review on itunes that would be sweet but if not that's all good too see you later
1: soul i want to feel oppressed without any rest i want to see you sing i want to see you fight cause you are the real beauty of human rights